Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty. I'm Kelly McCarran and this is the fourth and final episode in our hair health series. So make sure that you've listened to all of the episodes because they are all very interesting and I learned so much. I learned so many bits and bobs from each of our expert guests. And today I'm super excited to be joined by Charlene Fernandez. Charlene is the 2021 Australian Independent Stylist of the Year. Woo. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So Charlene, you're a very trendy lass. What are your fave trendy hairstyles right now? I think at the moment what is super exciting is seeing shape in people's hair, seeing layers again. Like even the other day I was driving down the street and you just see this big mass of hair and the face is really framed and it's the norm now. It's not something that is really unusual. It's just like, yeah, that's a rockin' haircut. Yeah. Are you talking about like the Farrah Fawcett but the 2021-22 version of that? Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. really hot. And what are your thoughts then on the mullet? Because the mullet, that's a lot of shape happening on the head. Babe, I actually sport, I cut a mullet for myself in the first lockdown that we had in Melbourne. I cut my hair short. I had my Britney moment and it was about stripping away all the hair at the front and holding on to length. I feel like if you are feeling a mullet, now's the time you can pull it off and there's so many different variations. It's not like a feral, like, seven-year-old boy mullet. It can be quite cool. It can be quite. I mean, the feral seven-year-old boys have really got into it, (laughs) I must admit, and it's like you still have, you know, your teen footy boys who wear it, but I feel like you know how you have a shag where there's lots of layers? A mullet is just a bit of an extension on that. I think it's just a, the most feared word of a hairstyle. It's just got a bad rap. and I, I, you know, It really does. But there are cool mullets. Absolutely. And I think it's also like can the face pull it off? Can the shape of the head pull it off? You've got to consider all of those things. Sometimes I think when we label a style, that's what makes it bad. Whereas if we just cut a beautiful haircut and then showed it to someone and it looked stunning, it didn't matter what it's called, it's still looking gorgeous, you know? Now, obviously we can't do all of these. So what are the three on-trend hairstyles that you could see suiting most people? Because obviously the mum cut isn't going to suit everyone, the mullet isn't going to suit everyone, but what hairstyles can you see suiting most people? I think some kind of framing around the face yeah. is always going to be good. So whether that's really short or a micro fringe or, but just a fringe, like consider a fringe and what that will do for you, what that will do to change a style. 
Yeah. I think layers is the other thing, like whether it's super shaggy or whether it's just starting a soft layer. So I think we're moving away from the blunt kind of look. And then the other thing I would say for me, like I'm a colorist and color your hair. I'm a brown girl with black hair that's been double bleached and I'm fully blonde, you know, and I feel more myself in this hair than I ever have before. So I think the third one would be like just be a bit fun and adventurous in your color as well. And I think the thing is, is that we all need to remember hair is meant to be fun. You can swap it back if it doesn't look very good. Like just have fun with it. Absolutely. So this is a bit of a quick fire, but this year we've seen a lot of fun Y2K inspired looks. So I'm going to read out seven trends from this year and I want to know, will these be in next year? Okay, cool. All right. Spiky updos. I'm going to say no. They do come in and out of fashion, but they don't seem to last, do they? But maybe that's still going to be in fashion for your more punky type of, yes. you know, metal-inspired people. What about red hair, red hues throughout hair? I love red hair. Yeah, I love red hair. I love red hair. I think that the integral part of red hair is what type of red? Are you talking about golden? Are you talking about orange? Are you talking about red? That would be my biggest advice. So when you go to your hairdresser and you say, I want red, be specific because you could have a really ready, plummy, purpley type of vibe. You can have something that's super copper and orange, or you can have just more of a golden kind of auburn brown. But I feel like it's knowing which one's going to suit you, your complexion, your eye colour, your skin tone, all of those things. Curtain bangs. I think they'll be around for a while. Shag cuts. In. Yes. Hot. In love. Yes. Mid-length hair. Yeah, I think that will definitely have its place. Lots of layers. Thoughts on lots of layers. Will that be in next year? Yeah, I love. And, again, like, you know, now we've got tools where people can just so easily do their own hair and do it in a healthy way. Before the problem with layers was like it means lots of ends and lots of split ends, whereas now we've got all these healthy kind of magical tools to support whatever style it is. So it's not going to just completely destroy your hair by using them all the time. Yeah, exactly. And so speaking of that, do you think the 90s blowout will be in next year? Yeah, 100%. I love it. It's that bounce. It's. I think it's always going to be desirable and I think, you know, it's exciting for me as a hairdresser to give people a look that's elevated. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So what are your favourite trends that you think will be sort of very in next year as well? And what are the best ways for us at home to achieve that? So again, I think for me, colour is going to be a huge thing and like being bold about the colour. Like I feel like we're all in this process still of coming out of, you know, lockdown life and liberation and we're really like now, you know, all that kind of social anxiety has drifted away and we're like out and about and ready to play, ready for a summer. 
So I think like, yeah, bold colours, like bleaching all of your hair or changing to go to a red. And again, all about shape and boldness. Even now when you go out in the street, I feel like the kids of today, that makes me sound really old, but like the way <laughs> the they, youths, the youths, the way they express themselves is so aspirational and it's really like who they are. It's very individual. So I think the biggest trend, like if I could just put a cap on it, would be change, evolution, like yeah, contrast and like real transformation in your hair. But going back to the point, I think what we can do at home to support this trend of like transformation evolution and different styles is just to care for the health of your hair yes like whatever you can do now we've got a whole lot of plexes you know in terms of product and in terms of our tools we've got the whole dyson range which is just promoting the health of your hair so much no excess heat and for me too it's like it gives me the chance to bleach the heck out of the hair you know (laughs) Because I know it's not overheated and damaged. I guess that's the biggest thing for me. It gives me freedom and control as an artist. What are some easy ways to elevate, like if someone's just listening to us yabber and they're like, okay, but how do I elevate my hair at home using tools and without? What are your best tips? Okay, so without, my best tip would be, like if you've got movement in your hair already, once you brush all your product through, is to shake the hair out while it's wet and give it a squeeze up straight away because sometimes what we do is we brush all this product through and we let it dry and then our naturally wavy hair is trying to dry straighter. We've disconfigured the kind of molecules of the hair to make it straight so it's going to dry frizzy. Whereas if we squeeze the hair back up, we're reminding it. Like so right from the bottom, grab it like you'd put a mouthful of spaghetti in your mouth that's dangling and you grab it from the bottom of your mouth. Yeah. And like you grab it and you push it up and it almost brings the waves back. And then when your hair dries naturally, it's drying in that wave formation. The curly girl method. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is I would say another really like hot tip is the same way we use moisturiser on our skin every day, there needs to be some form of hydration or moisturiser on your hair every single day. Really? Just on the ends? 100%. Just on the ends, Okay. And if your mid-lengths are struggling, we'd be putting them on that and those two. And if your hair is like, say your hair's probably going to do well from brushing it out, if it's curly, you can't be brushing it out every day. But if you've got smoother hair, I would be brushing out from the roots to ends with quite a dense ball bristle brush that moves the oils from the roots down to the ends. At the end of every episode, we ask our guest to give us three easy at-home tips of maintaining healthy hair. Would you say that moisturising every day is one of them? Moisturising every day is absolutely one of them. I love that. Two is brushing your hair or just being mindful about how you brush your hair and why you're doing that. So whether it is for moving the oils down, whether it is for raking the product through and then squeezing it up to get the curl back. And the third would be to be mindful and conscious of what you are using on your hair, of those tools. If you can't get a Dyson right now, make it your end goal. Even if you aren't using a Dyson, like smell and use your senses to be aware of what's happening. 
Does your hair feel drier after you've used that certain tool? Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight having you on this episode of You Beauty. It is the final episode in our series with Dyson. We hope that everyone listening has enjoyed it and enjoyed this episode. So have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.